Rob. Okay. Okay. And uh, and uh, so. And uh, we'll, so basically, I'm going to follow you, Tom, uh, on your, okay. and we're going to, so basically the whole thought of this, Tom, is think about you're talking to people that have been out three or four years. And if you could go yeah. back and tell your 20 year, like 20 years ago, what would you tell yourself to do different, basically? And right. How you do yeah. That? Okay. Correct. So that's what we're going to do. So, okay. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto and I got the privilege today of uh, talking to Dr. Tom Hecker. Uh, welcome, Tom. Hey, welcome. Thanks, Don. Nice to be here. Yeah. And uh, so as I mentioned before, I prefaced a little bit, you know, you, you told me a little bit about your history. You, were, you started your own practice. You worked in an orthopedic group for about 20 years doing surgery. And now you started this more regenerative practice to really help people get better w w without surgery. So tell me, tell me kind of the, the, the story of how you got here. Well, it started with a trauma to my own ankle, <laughs> uh, pretty bad trauma. I was supposed to have my leg amputated. I had a lot of really good ortho uh, specialists look at it across the country, and they said, lose your leg because there's no way for this bad tender fracture to recover. Um, got introduced to a kind of a very special brace, wore that brace for almost a year, and went back and took an x-ray. I'm like, holy cow, I got a bone back, and it's not just a bone. It's a reshaped, normal, tailless-looking bone. <laughs> Wow. And that's where you started to realize, well, maybe we got this wrong. You know, how did something so bad recover so well? And that's where the idea of like, okay, I got to figure out what happened. And so then you start looking into li literature, you start looking at physiology, so, you know, so Wolf's Law and Davis's Law, which is, you know, for soft tissue, it's Wolf's Law for soft tissue. You start to realize, hey, those laws really mean something, right? I call it load principle. If you get the load principle right, your body has a phenomenal ability to heal. And this brace got the load principle right. So I could, I could, I bore weight through my calf. It's kind of a suspension brace and all the stress went into the calf, but that load into the ankle repaired this severe. I mean, you're talking hundreds of pieces. There weren't, there weren't ways to count how, how shattered my talus was. And the soft tissue injury and all of this comes back together all because that one principle, Wolf's Law's principle of load was met. Mm -hmm. And boom, all of a sudden the bone's better. So you're like, wow, okay, well, that's one physiological principle. How about we start working on these others? How do we make, how, can we really remodel scar tissue? How do we remodel scar tissue? How do you break down the bed? You know, how, how does nitric oxide work to this? How do we stimulate growth factor effects? And then you just dive into the literature, dive into the literature, and you start to realize, hey, there are very practical ways of doing this. And as a doctor, if I'm ahead of that, I don't need surgery. I, I, I can prevent somebody from going to surgery or I can do something uh, other than surgery to get them better. And even though I trained as a surgeon and board certified as a foot uh, surgeon, you start to realize, wait a minute, that's the last step for me rather than a first step, step for me. Yeah. And it just cha changes the paradigm of what you do. Well, Tom, let, let's pick something that everyone has seen every single day and maybe how you might treat it a little bit different. Sure. Let's talk about Achilles tendinopathy, both yeah. non-insertional and an insertional. Tell me if I come into your office with that, how do you, how do you treat it? Yeah. So, so <laughs> great question. So, so, Obviously, good exam and then ultrasound. That ultrasound, like you're an ultrasound guy. Mm -hmm. Ultrasound is my is my best friend because especially for these soft tissue and connective tissue issues, you need to be able to have a really good evaluation. Um, yeah, and so you you know what that looks like. You can see that degradation of the tissue within that ultrasound, and so you know, hey, that insertional tendinopathy, and it's really the deep fibers versus the superficial fibers that you're seeing that in. 
Um, and then same thing with that, that, that non-insertional tendinopathy. You're seeing that significant enlargement. You're seeing that loss of continuity to the tissue um, in, that, in that Achilles tendon. And you can see those fibers either being continuous or non-continuous, and you know a bad tendinopathy is occurring. So, so, so ultrasound is the key first step. And then yep. from there, you're going, okay, how do we change this tissue, right? So you got to get in control because this is chronic. This is an acute injury. So this is in a degraded state and in a non-healing state. So you have to take it from that non-healing state and move it to a recovery state. So you have to create an inflammatory reaction. So I use a prolotherapy, a dextrose prolotherapy to get all of my conditions started back up into a recovery stage. And, and then again, you can, so you can grade these out pretty well in terms of substantial, you know, how, how damaged the tissue is. And so once I get the body into a recovery state um, and I'm bracing, there's specialized bracing we use. So we control load. We don't want to stop load boots, cast, stop load, bracing controls load. And so right type of bracing. Now I got, I, I maintain that principle of Wolf's law and Davis's law of tissue and creating load, but I'm controlling that. And now I'm going to start stimulus. And so I have a whole host of stimulus devices, a, a piezoelectric shock wave, really good laser, light force laser system. We do what's called radio frequency treatments, TCAR or, or Indiva is another name for one of the treatments we use. So now that's giving me a chance to get control over the tissue. So now it's working in my favor. Growth factors are kicking in. We're, we're creating a perivascular stem cell effect into the tissue. And then really my go-to treatment in a stem cell world of what we talk about is actually what's called extracellular matrix. Extracellular matrix is the only thing in all the literature that shows that you can get really good quality healing back. So instead of going towards fibrosis, we're, we're going to get this higher level of recovery. And so really good doc out of the McGowan Institute of Regenerative Medicine has kind of proven that to where we can get what we call constructive remodeling, a kind of higher level of recovery with minimal scar tissue. So extracellular matrix is the key to that. And I use a, a Wharton's jelly extracellular matrix product, and that creates a scaffold. And that scaffolding is I'm, I'm stimulating recovery and there's going to be growth factors and they're going to be stem cells coming into the womb, uh, into that wound for that. So, so now that scaffolding is a place for that, that to heal. And all of a sudden that starts to build into that injured tissue, whether that's insertional or whether that's uh, 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 a non-insertional tendinopathy and boom, now your body, all I, I tell people, all I'm doing is helping your body do a better job. I'm giving it what it needs in the stimulus and I'm giving it what it needs in these different types of injections. And you can take a, a severe, severe tendinopathy and turn it into pristine tissue and, and across the board. And, and that window of time, what we just talked about, that's a four week window. You go from rotten to good in four weeks. Wow. That's and so and you can verify it on ultrasound. So you do oh, ultrasound yeah. before and then you do an you, ultrasound after you, you can see the tissue changed. And every injection I'm doing, I'm doing ultrasound guided injections. So you watch the whole process and you can see. And even my patients go, Hey, that's a tendon. That's there, all that spottiness went away, Doc. All, there's continuity there. I can see that. That looks really good. Yep. And I feel better. They feel the difference and they can see the difference. You don't have to be a specialist in this field to to know when you start to see the changes in the tissue and you get this really nice realignment of the fibers and they start to thin out very quickly. Yeah. And again, it's just the idea that, it, right, there, there's ways for us to get control. And I, I really do say, I think 
there's nobody better in this in this section than than podiatrists because we 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 come from the wound world, right? That's our magic, right? That's <laughs> that's mm-hmm. our mojo, and so we do it all the time with diabetic wounds. All you doing it was deeper wound. How do we get these diabetic wounds to heal, right? We got to get the you know uh, you know all the MMPs out of there. We got to get all the bad out of there and inflammatory. We got to create an environment where this tissue of this wound wants to heal in and fill in, and it's just deeper and. And tendons are like tendons are like a bad ulcer because they're not very vascular. So if you're not doing things to create a vascularity, if we're not offloading the wound correctly, right? Too much offload and we get nothing and too much load. So it's our it's our ballywick. It's just converting it to to connective tissue and utilizing these these this technology and understanding the physiology and the biology of what's going on. And you stimulate, hey. What are we trying to achieve in that uh, in that uh, inflammatory stage? What are we trying to achieve in that 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 uh, proliferative stage? And then once we get to the proliferative stage, how are we going to what are we going to do with that remodeling process? And so that's it's just controlling that through that process and using these specialized tools that gives me that control hmm. and wham. Now, t- yeah. Tom, you know, what's interesting, well, let's talk about, I can talk about how I tr- traditionally treat it. Now I want to compare how you would take someone that I might be treating, I don't know, like everyone else, maybe not, but I'll see an insertional Achilles tendonitis. Um, I'll, I'll try some kind of some basic treatments, some foam, foam rolling. They may have tried icing, right. anti-inflammatories. And then when I see them back, I'll do an ultrasound and usually do a couple of sessions of shock, shockwave, three to six sessions of shockwave. Right. And, and, th- and that's kind of what works really well. Uh, but it probably takes longer than four weeks. Where did you start adding the other things in? And, and, and then also, how do you kind of talk about the financial implications of that? Are you seeing tons of yeah. athletes? Is that, are those, because I can do amnio, but usually it's on the athletes are willing to do that PRP or amnio. Right. Well, so it's, it's, it's kind of combined. I think t- two things in terms of um, for me to determine what I'm going to do based on, am I going to follow this you know, pr- pretty involved program we just talked about or everything in between? And really, that's that's the evaluation, right? That's that's yeah, time so and experience. Yeah. yeah. So so if I have if I don't have like there's I think we see a lot more insertional tendinopathies than non-insertional tendinopathies. Mm-hmm. Um, and those insertional tendinopathies tend to have a pretty significant range. But if if the tissue isn't very thick, if they're if they're they don't have a lot of loss of function, if we're not seeing a, a significant compensatory change, especially when the, within that gastrocnemius complex. Yeah, I'll take a lesser approach. And I, I will tell you almost universally, everyone gets braced because you can't win if you don't control that load. And and so there's a great off-the-shelf brace that, that, Let's that talk I about use. It. Tell us what it is. What's, what braces? I'm we're curious. Everyone's curious. What is it? Well, I hate to be the bad guy. This is a little bit of, uh, so the, the brace maker that lives in, here in town oh. that helped me with my injury, he, we, he and I kind of came up with this brace. It's available. I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's, he's across the board. It's, um, it's called a high defender. It's an off the shelf high defender. And I just put people in this and it's just a, it's like what actually it came off of one of those like Don Joy or Bragg braces, right? Uh-huh. What I did is I asked them to put some metal posts on the side to create one of the, you know, just a, a rigid ankle brace with a rocker foot. Okay. And so I started doing that. And then he finally says, how about I just make you one kind of a, you know, kind of a polyurethane one. And so he did. And, and we, we kind of modified it a little bit and that thing's magic slides right into a shoe. People can stay active. I, I, like up in my community, pickleball's huge. They're out there playing pickleball with my brace on with no problem. So that gives me control. Okay. So it's not perfect. You know, you, you're, you're getting a little bit of load, but you're controlling the load, right? Yeah. So once I get control 
everything is easy. So then, then almost everybody will start with, you know, I'll, I'll do the deep dive into the, the gastroc soleus complex to get that to loosen up. We're going to do a, we're, you know. With PT always, or do you do that? You have your own therapist there. What do you do? Yeah. So I have an athletic trainer. So okay. we'll do, so what we'll do is, um, um, so the Graston technique, we'll start really working into that area. And then we'll start eccentric and isometric exercises and get a feel for how quickly they respond. Usually within a couple of weeks, we'll have a pretty decent idea. They'll, they'll take off. I'm like, doc, I'm, I'm 90% better. Or I'm like, ah, oh, hey, I'm 50% better. Okay, great. Next level is into our, my, my machines. And that's the shock wave. And I do all, I do the three combined because each one is doing something different. Shock wave is, is, is changing that collagen structure within that Achilles tendon. So that's my foundational machine is shockwave. And then laser is gonna give us that really intense um, uh, nitric oxide effect, right? The more nitric oxide we release, the more intense our recovery cycle is. And then the last one in Diva and this T-car treatment, that's gonna give me vascularity to an avascular structure. So we put all three of those together and usually mm -hmm. Uh, you know, six of those treatments combined with what we've been doing, working on the calf and the bracing and boom, they'll turn. Um, but if they're really thick, if there's, hey, this is chronic, this has going on for a long time, we're seeing a lot of loss of function. Um, their lifestyle is really being dictated by the pain of the Achilles. Then I move on to these other treatments, this, this prolo treatment, and then we do these, this, this, um, uh, extracellular matrix and, and, and really bad ones. We'll do an exosome combination uh, as well. So we mm. can get a, a more vascular effect, but yeah, then we just package those and we make our pack. I mean, so my total, my most expensive package of, I gave them the works is like 4,200 bucks. And so That's people not are like, that bad. That's not that bad. Right? right. I mean, people go, my, my injection alone is 5,000 bucks, let alone the whole package. And so this four week package and doing, Prolo and injections and, 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 and all my treatments and, and the, 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 the extracellular matrix in my exosomes, it's, it's 4,200 bucks. With and the, the, with whole, the, with the uh, uh, trainer included? Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. So the point of it is I, my goal is to give them good, high quality um, ability at, at a reasonable price. I'm still making a living. I believe in the, I'll sell a hundred widgets versus one widget guy. And, and, and the reason is, if you, if you don't make it reachable for people, all you're going to get is the people who can afford it and none of the people who need it. You're on. That's it. Yep. And I want those people, the people who need it, because those people are grateful and they come back and they send their friends and they send their buddies and then send everybody else because this, this guy cares. But then you're, it's, it's the most rewarding thing in the world to see these guys go, Doc, I, I, you know, I had this one guy, he's a, he's a truck driver delivery guy, and he's in his Achilles tendon, an insertional bad Achilles tendonopathy. And we put him in this brace, and he's doing his job. He never missed a day of work. And, you know, four weeks later, he's like, man, this is incredible. And we had him out of the brace by fully out about by six weeks. And, like, I got nothing. I can do all things. I mean, this is fantastic, Doc. I'm like, right. And I'm like, go do your job. They don't miss a day of work. Keep, keep living, man. <laughs> now, with this, with this protocol, Tom, do you do a lot less physical therapy, actual sending out for physical therapy? Do you do still so, do? No, I do. But physical therapy is into the treatment, not in the treatment. So what I always tell people, you therapy for four weeks and then we'll do PT after that. Correct. And I always tell people, physical therapy is going to fix what got you here. <laughs> okay. So let's go clean up, you know, hip imbalances, abnormal load, abnormal gait function through physical therapy. But if I send people to physical therapy that are painful, 
right? What's the therapist going to do? Spend, you know, six weeks getting him out of pain and then actually functional physical therapy. I want therapy when it's functional. I want you getting back. So, now, okay, I got you better. I got you pain-free. Now I want you functional. I want you out running. I want you jumping. We want to start bringing that functional component into it. That's when I bring physical therapy. So it's it's my last stage of the treatment, not not first or, or, or middle. Is that the same with, with orthotics for you? Do you tend to use it after they're better? Don't use them. Don't use them. Okay. I use I use off the shelf inserts. Superfeed yep. is my one, number one. Mm -hmm. I tell people honestly, like if I have a terrible plantar fasciitis, I said it's a failure of my treatment plan if I leave you with an orthotic. Perfect. Because um, I, I'm I'm a perfect example. I I had a crushed talus. I wear nothing. I don't wear extra bracing. I don't wear compression. I don't do anything special. If if something heals, it heals. And I don't need a splint. I tell people, look, I am a big fan of orthotics for, for sporting events and running and, and, and controlling the higher load environments. But on a day in and day out basis, I just tell most people, look, it, I, you, should you shouldn't have to worry about what shoe you wear and what activity you're doing. And maybe we support you for higher load uh, events. And otherwise, that's it. That in, in, so Tom, about this, this, yeah, this, this, high, this package that you talk about, do the majority get that four-week package? All of them get up or week package. We have several that we do mm -hmm. and it's all variances of, of the simple ones like doing the dextrose prototherapy to more complex where we're doing multiple injections combined and we space them through the weeks of that four week time frame. And yeah, um, you know, it used to be longer. And when I used to, I, I found that I'm like, wow, they, they're going so fast. I don't really need to take this much time. It was more of a a fear, let's make sure we're, you know, kind of that, that security blanket. And you realize, no, 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 this is actually working and working well. So over the last year sure. or so, we've been able to condense it quite well. And people have done excellent with that. Yeah. And, and in terms of, I know, I think if people that are starting out, how do you bring up prices? Do you talk about, do you have staff do it for you? How, how does that work in your practice? Because it's uncomfortable for some people. Yeah, no, I think, so I used to talk about it. And then my staff told me, don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> So, we would, so how do you do, how do you train your staff? So what do you yeah, mean, no, hey, So we're going to do this package. Here's the options. And I'm going to have my staff talk about the options. Is that how you do it? And that, yeah. And really what I will tell you, I think your staff, we, we grossly underestimate how much our staff wants to help you. And, and, and that's what we have to realize. So I, they, my staff would do this all the time. They'd say, well, doc, you know, this lady said, look, you know, I offered her these six treatments, but she was kind of balking at price. And we said, look, We'll throw in this treatment if you want to do the rest of them. And they'll say yes. And so <laughs> we offered her like a 60 buck discount per treatment or whatever. And she said yes. And so they really started coming up for pricing with me of what people were tolerating. And I just kind of left it to them. And so um, I said, look, you know, here's, I mean, these machines that I got, I got a lot of money invested in those machines. I'm like, look, I need to pay these machines off. But I will tell you, and I mean this sincerely, I have no, not, there's not a single one of my machines that I haven't paid off in three months. That's how quickly my ROI is wow. because my staff is built in. They know these machines make the difference. They see the success. We keep the prices inexpensive. So we keep our volume going. And because my staff has the input to the patient, right? I don't have to try to twist their arm. They're having this sweet lady up front tell them, these treatments work well. We see these patients all the time. Whatever we take to, we can work with this. And I give them all the freedom to price and they know what we need to do. 
and they do it. And I say, look, my one, my one parent member person, her name is Rhonda. I said, I don't talk anymore because Rhonda makes the deals. <laughs> I, I and, love that. That must relieve so much stress from you, Tom. Tons. And people look at me and they go, they're like, you really mean it? I'm like, I don't even know. I said, look, I, you know, my, Rhonda, Rhonda, all these packages, Rhonda priced them out. This is, she goes, I, I, so they, even those packages have a built-in physician fee to it. And she goes, I can do that. Physician fees, you need, you need to get paid. This is the cash deal. You're not doing, so we're not really doing insurance during this time. And they're like, hey, you need to get paid for your time. So we'll put the physician price in here too. And I'm like, so when it's them doing it, when they're involved with the process and they're, they're so close with these patients, they're spending this time afterwards, the acceptance rate is high because it's coming from that secondary source. They trust me but they really love this kind of conversation that they get to have with my staff. And, and, you know, and again, then Rhonda will come back to me. She says, well, this person like this or like this, but they're not sure about if they can afford this. I'm like, well, that's probably one because a lot of it, there's, there's a, there's a little bit of compromise, but not a lot of compromise. You can't break the protocol, but we can alter it a little bit for, for people's needs. And once you can do that and my, and Rhonda knows that, she goes, oh, great. So boom, then, then the buy-in's high. But the buy-in's high because the price is right. We care. They understand we're trying to help them. They, they, you they know, Yeah, and they're getting better. And my reviews, I don't ask for reviews. People do the reviews. And the reviews are like, hey, it's working because everybody's happy through your reviews. And I think it's, it's just it's a win-win. Do the right thing. I've spent the time to be a doctor, to learn how to do this well and really build this in. I, 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 I went <laughs> went to what I call the smart people. And, and so, so then when you're doing it right and you're successful, just like if you did a good surgery, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to tell their neighbors, they're going to tell everybody else. And next yeah. thing you know, you're just, now that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and talk a little bit about prolotherapy. A lot of us yeah. have heard about it. I don't think many of us do it. Um, I was one doctor in the town that does it here. I've never been exposed to it. Wasn't exposed in residency. Did you learn it in yeah. residency? Where did you learn it? Nope. Uh, well, <laughs> we had a guru. Um, one of the key gurus in the prolotherapy world was um, uh, in Denver, just 60 miles south of me. And um, I kept hearing about, you know, patients going down to see this guy. And I'm like, look, I got to go meet this guy. His name is Dr. Tom Raven. And he's written a book and did these big conferences. And he, like I said, he's a guru. So I spent some time with him. And I'm like, this really does work. And I saw some of your patients before. And so he started giving me some hints and he said, Hey, read my book. See what you think. So I read it and went back, talked to him. I said, what do you think? You think I'm ready? He goes, yeah, get going. And so <laughs> it's, it's magically easy. So I will tell you, it is, it is the foundation of my regenerative treatments. It's, it's, you can do so much with that. Um, it, you'd be shocked about how, how well it works, how easy it works, how simple it is, but how effective. I mean, chronic. I've had people with severe degenerative ankles, you know, you know uh, 15 to 20 varus or valgus degree uh, malalignments. Um, we'll come in, inject the deltoid complex, inject the inferior syndesmosis, the, those malalignments will, will uh, uh, reduce down to two or three degrees and boom, they're often living a normal, stable life with their ankles. So no ankle fusions, no ankle replacements. We've reestablished the strength of the key structures and see you later. And, you're, you know, again, you're talking, a, you're talking a six or eight week process to take them from 
wow. you know, 15 or 20 degree malalignment. Uh, and then you know, we put them in therapy and within two or three therapy visits, boom, they're just adjusting back in with mobility exercises and they come back and like, wow, your, your deformity reduced by 90%. Now, now, Tom, now we're talking about this. It, it sounds like this protocol, when you're talking about ligaments and tendons, is very similar. You could, we could, we could have just been talking about posterior tibial tendon, correct? Tendon, anything else? It's a very similar protocol. It's just used for different structures. Is that, you're is that a right? smart man, Don. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's all the same tissue. You all you do is just trip. I can't tell you how many posterior tip tendon tears I've treated with with prolotherapy. Prolotherapy alone. Mm-hmm. unbelievable i mean severe tears i mean i had one that was a 90 percent um uh tear and uh, this oh, he had parkinson's so he was not a surgical patient and so he had a pretty sizable tear we did an mri there was no gapping um good buddy of mine who's a radiologist if you guys don't have a radiologist friend go find one because <laughs> they are immensely helpful because i looked at him and i said his name is andy it's andy I need to do something for this guy's tendon and I want to do prolotherapy. And he goes, and he's a, he's a interventional radiologist, my buddy. And he said, no, no, you go, go, go for it. I think that's a great idea. There's a good chance you'll have great success. I'm like, thank you. Cause the radiologist, this is their literature as well. So I went after it with that one. And this guy did fantastic. We got his tendon to regrow. It reestablished. He built back strength. He's walking without any extra assistance and he's able to stabilize with his Parkinson's. It's, it's extremely effective. And I think we just discount it because we don't know, but it is go read, um, go get Dr. Raven's book, um, go dig into the literature, go PubMed everything. And you will find uh, prolotherapy has a far higher success rate than PRP for one reason. It's consistency. It's a 25% dextrose solution, hypotonic dextrose solution. PRP is 9,000 different formulas. And because of that, we, we don't know which formula or what, what cake mix really works the best. And prolotherapy is consistent. In the foot and ankle, it's, 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 it's not painful. It, I'm a bit, I like PRP, don't get me wrong. But man, is it painful. Um, prolotherapy is not painful. I inject with a 30-gauge needle. You can be super precise. And patients tolerate it quite well in the foot and ankle over PRP. And that's one of the main reasons I chose it because it, it's, it hurts to do PRP and it's really hard to get the patient back after that, that injection. And with Brolo, they come in and next day, they're like, Hey, I feel great. So we space those two weeks um, and we just run. And it's a, it's a really, really nice deal. And I think honestly, in our world, we need to start doing some, conferences for for podiatry to start teaching these non-surgical ways because i promise you we are so much farther ahead uh i was in an ortho office for so long they don't even know the word rehab (laughs) they don't understand the healing cycle they're good folks and they're phenomenal surgeons but when they walk out the door they're done their their realm of, of of understanding medicine is done um, when they walk outside that ER door. So they need people like us that understand wound care, wound healing, and utilizing that in that soft tissue world. 
Yeah, you know, Tom, I, I, we're finishing up here. I think really what you started with is is the key. You're treating soft tissue, deeper soft tissue injuries as we would treat wounds. You, you, wounds. you offload them, but not totally, you know, and you want to get those pressures going through it. If people, like you said, if people want to learn, but they might be confused, like what do they search for? Are there certain conferences that people can learn more or a specific book that the one you told us is that that one uh, Tom Raven's book? Dr. Raven. And then, yeah, um, um, I did a, I did a conference. Yeah, so so you can go online, go to Boston Biologics. Um, we did a we did an online conference for lower extremity regenerative medicine. Um, there was like four or five of us. One gentleman, his name is Dr. Duncan Ross. He is a um, a PhD in microbiology, biochemistry, all this stuff. So my the, the lab I use for all of my biologics is his lab. It, it, it's second to none, best lab in the world. Only one that's been evaluated by the FDA. Only one that's actually doing IND studies with his products. It's exceptionally good. Um, and so, so he gives a great rundown on exosomes. You know, I talk about the stimulation and stabilizations uh, treatments. We talk about protocols. We, we bring a lot of the key medicine in, in that one. So that's a great place. So go to Boston Biologics and look for the lower extremity regenerative medicine deal. Um, and I think, you know, so, you know, that company, Boston Biologics, is very interested in trying to get into the podiatry world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would just love the problem with our field is we've 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 done a deep dive into surgery. And I'm not against that. But but I will tell you, I, I did better my first year out um, in my practice um, than I did in all the years in my ortho group. Yeah. And I think we don't realize that there's a high level of acceptance of what this is what people want. They want that non-surgical option first. Um, more of this is cash-based versus insurance-based. And there's a high acceptance level to that. And I think we're doing, I, I, I find it a heck of a lot more enjoyable because, um, again, I, I, I live in a sports medicine world and these people are really interested in getting better and you could bring a, a unique alternative to it that nobody else is doing. And, and I think we're, we're, we're missing it in the podiatry world by not doing a little bit more of this service. I think a lot of, a lot of people out there would, have, would do well with this. And again, the surgery's all still wide open because there's a lot of surgical cases to walk through the door. I honestly just refer them to other podiatrists in town now. Mm-hmm. I just do, the, I, I literally, I haven't done a surgery in over five years. That's, it's, that's all I do is, all I do is this. Yeah. And you're loving it. Well, thank you, Tom. I think we covered a, a lot of ground here. I appreciate your time. We may have you back in the future. This was very, very uh, informative. Right. People are going to love it. Thank you so much. Don, thank you.